everyone welcome to east talk i am your sis mikey i am happy to be here on tonight let me just double check to make sure that my sound and stuff is correct and you guys can hear me um on facebook and you can hear the music and all that good stuff yeah you guys can hear me how y'all doing today it's hot huh it's real hot Girl, I'll be hot all the time. So if you see my little arms out, because I have to have them out. It's hot. It's summertime. It's a hundred and some degrees. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad to see you guys on tonight. For everyone that's on my YouTube channel and my Facebook channel, thank you guys for your support and your love. I am absolutely grateful to be here on tonight. Um, and I won't keep us long. I'm going to go ahead and get, it was something that I wanted to announce. So I can say, oh, I can say a, little, a few uh, birthday shout outs to my sis Debbie, my sis Shanette, and my homie Regis. Um, happy birthday, you guys. Um, I know it's somebody that I missed, my niece Hannah's birthday. Um, it was a whole bunch of birthday. My nephew, my great nephews, happy birthday. Um, and I'm missing somebody, so I probably should have wrote it down. But anyway, I'm here on tonight, and I'm excited about our topic, um, living with broken pieces. Um, and so this topic is a, is a, I think it's a, a topic that people should be talking about because I think that right now in the world, people are living in pieces. And you can see the fruits of it, like, I know people try to hide things and try to make it seem like they're okay, but people really not okay. Um, this world is not okay. Um, the world is all over the place. The church, come on, the church is all over the place, but we want to talk about living with broken pieces. Um, I know often, well, Years ago, I found myself not knowing that I was in broken, living with broken pieces. Um, but I, what I do know is there, um, there's things in life that'll break you, right? There are things in life that will literally, utterly just break you down. There, when life is life and in the storms of life is raging, it's most of the time it shatter us. It shatter us into all these little bitty pieces. When we're able, when we find ourselves not able to pick up ourselves, that means that we're not able to recover. We can't go back to our original state. We're not the same person we was. Like that thing really changed us. It made us different. Um, I know there was a lot of things that happened in my life that really, really changed me. A lot of things that made me different. That made me um, uh, cautious. 
made me precautious, the things that made me um, stand off, the things that made me not trust everybody. There were some things that came in my life that I wasn't expecting, didn't even know what was going to happen to me, and they left me in pieces. Um, but what I didn't know that I was already in pieces, right? And um, one of the things I like about God is that when he goes through your life, he revealed the mystery of your life and why things had to be the way they was. Um, oftentimes we feel like everything is at a lost cause. Everything is at a loss. Um, so we find ourselves in these seasons of brokenness. And what we've been trained, I know um, amongst the, the black community, what we've been trained to do is to put a smile on our face, hold our head up. And, and keep moving and uh, keep covering things up with a smile, uh, keep covering up the issues, keep covering up the molestation, keep covering up the trials, the trauma, keep covering up what really happened. And we learn to live with the broken pieces. And I'm not, I know for a fact that God allowed us to be broken, but I know for a fact that he don't want us to stay broken, right? And so we go on through life and we start making decisions based off of some of the broken pieces that's already in our lives. And so we can we can keep moving forward because we what we learn to do is to we learn not to deal with things, just move past them. That's what we do in our life. We don't deal with them, but we move past them. And so what happens because we think that we really moving past and those things be like embedded in us those broken pieces of part of our lives and we think they're hidden we think that nobody knows that we're, we're that we're broken and i come to serve you notice today that everybody know you're broken if you're broken everybody gonna know you're broken let me explain myself like they know you're broken by the decisions that you make they know you're broken how you deal with people they know how they know you're broken, how you deal with circumstances. Um, so what happens when we can't cry, we make others cry. <laughs> when we're miserable, we make other people miserable. When we're broken, we try to break others. And so because we have been taught to live with broken pieces of our life, we think that they just go somewhere and hide. They're not in hiding. Most of the times we are projecting most of the time we're bleeding on other people. Um, most of the times we, we're ruining other people. We ruin ourselves. We ruin relationship. We ruin our children. Um, like it's not hidden. And so we, we learn to think that we're moving past these broken pieces in our life. And God is saying, hey, I'm aware of your broken pieces. Some of them I allowed. Some of them was the enemy. But I allow these things because I have a greater plan for you. So some of us don't even realize that we're in the piles of pieces, broken pieces that are ruined. I don't know what broke you, but I do know something broke you. I don't know what it is in your life that you went through. I don't know. Maybe it was a loss of a parent at an early age. Maybe, um, like I said, it was molestation, somebody in the family, somebody down the street, somebody that you knew um, some, somebody at school, I remember having these functions and the women had been so traumatized in one of my, um, conferences that I had, that they had forgot they had been raped. They talked about how they forgot that they had been raped because some things are so traumatizing that we push them in the back of our heads. 
so that we don't have to think about them. But we act them out and not realizing that we're acting them out. Uh, maybe it was that marriage that ended that you didn't get God advice on. I'm talking to myself when I said that. I kind of threw myself on out there. Um, maybe it's a wayward child. Maybe um, your child is in some type of trouble. Whatever it is, it's left you with broken pieces and you're living in pieces of your life. Maybe it's every decision that you made without God. And each time you made those decisions by God, it left you in pieces. I don't know what it is, but something left you in pieces. Can I tell you that God is not surprised of your brokenness? And all the broken places in your life, all the different places in your pieces of your life that's been broken. God sees our life and he sees it differently than us. So he allows some things for his own purpose. He allows some things for his own plan, his own provision. No, all things are not good that happen to us, but they work for our good, right? And so when we look at our life, we see piles of worthlessness. We see piles of things that broke us, that that tore us down. But when God look in our life, he see pieces of work, what he's going to do with the pieces of your life, how he's going to bring glory to his own name. Because don't you know that the pieces of your life is tied up to the name of God? When you read in the scripture, they say, God, you got to do this for your name's sake. Your enemies are watching. Pharaoh Neil is watching. So you just can't leave us out here to dry because your name is on this thing right so the pieces of our life is connected um to god's name and he's not gonna leave his name out there living any kind of way he ain't regular like because he gonna make sure that his name get glory right and so god um kind of talked to me about being a doctor and being the great physician and um when I pray about somebody's healing, I always call on Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals, because he is a great physician. Some call him a bomb in Gilead. Um, he's the doctor that never lost a patient. He is our healer. He is our deliverer. And so um, God kind of kind of broke it down to me about how he wanted to talk about what do he do with the pieces of us, right? And so we look at our life and we see it's worthless. And God said it was worth it, right? And so He look, when we look at God as being our physician, sometimes God allowed brokenness. Sometimes we're already broken and God allowed more brokenness to kind of draw us to him, right? And so what God does is what most doctors do when he find broken bones in our body. When our bones have, the way God showed it to me and explained it to me, it's like with a doctor, sometimes he have to re-break bones because they didn't grow right. A lot of us out here living raggedly because we didn't grow right. When we were broken in those little pieces, we kept growing, going, but we didn't grow right. We, we kept G-O-I-N-G instead of g-r-o-w-i-n-g we kept going instead of growing and so we we kept going and and god is saying i have to re-break you because you didn't grow right and let me tell you um there is um there is complications of not growing right when a bone has been broken, I, I looked it up. And, you know, I had to look up what God was telling me, like he wasn't showing me what, you know. I just had to look up what, what doctors look like. There are a serious complication that comes when you have not been broken properly. Well, excuse me, when you've been broken and haven't grown back properly. And so what happens to those bones if they don't grow properly? 
grow back properly, they can cause blood clots. It can cost you your life. Like literally not growing right can cost you your life. It can cost you the life of your children. And it might not be a, a physical death, but it can be a spiritual death. It can be an emotional death. It can be a mental death. And it could be all of them above. You can die mentally, spiritually, and emotionally and physically when you're not properly growing and you're just broken and you're bleeding and you got blood clots all in your body. And sometimes things get so bad and your, your, your broken bones are broken so bad that even if the doctor wanted to come in there, just an earthly doctor, if he wanted to come back in there, there are times where the, the, the it heals, it healed and mended, uh, back so wrong that they can't even fix it but i'm glad to serve you news today that we serve a god that's able to fix it there's no place in your life that's so broken i don't care how how long you grew wrong we serve a god that's able to fix us and so that's what i want to talk about today i want to talk about um the importance of uh, being broken again so that we can grow right we have to be broken again there's things in our life that God says, no, you didn't grow right right there. So I'm allow these things to come in your life to break you so that I can, I, the potter. Um, uh, in, my, in my intro, um, I talked about us growing and us being put back together again. And I wanted to bring the scripture from Jeremiah, the 18. It said, oh, house of Israel, cannot, cannot I do with you as this potter, said the Lord. Behold. As the clay is in the potter's hands, so are ye in my hands, O house of Israel. And this is God talking to Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, to relate a message over to Israel that they fit to go through some pruning. They fit to go through some places where he's going to uproot them, that it's going to feel like they in all kind of different pieces, um, that, 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 that he's going to break them again so that he can mold them and he can shape them back the way that he wanted them to be shaped. Some of us need to be molded again. I come on here tonight to tell you that you be, you need to be molded again. You've been the same. You had the same. I'm trying to be careful with my words. <laughs> you've been you've been ignorant all your life. I, I, I just had to say it like that. You've just been ignorant all your life. You've been doing things wrong all your life. You've been growing wrong all your life. And you think because you've been doing it for so long that it's right now, it's wrong. You're growing wrong. And the broken places in your life right now is God telling you, no, what I want to do, I want to put you back together again. Can't nobody mold you and shape you like I, like I can. Don't nobody know what you're supposed to be like I can. I know that problems came, but they don't know how to shape you. They they didn't make you a cruel person, a bitter person, a, 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 a evil person, but me, the potter. I know what I made you to be. And so I want you to come so I can put you in my hands. I want you to come so I can make you over. Tony used to have this song that said, Lord, make me over again. And I believe that that moment that he really needed God to make him over because after he made that song and that song went platinum, some things changed in his life and he began to be in broken pieces. And I don't think he ever got put back together again, but there's still hope for him. There's still redemption for him. And so God is telling us that we don't have to live with broken pieces. We don't. We don't have to live with broken pieces of our lives. Why? Because God loves to take what's shattered pieces of our lives and put us back again 
God used broken pieces. Every time you look in the in the Bible, he, he used broken pieces. He used the woman at the well, the woman that had many husbands, but wasn't married. <laughs> he used the woman with the issue of blood. God is in the process of putting us back uh, back again. And if you're a man on her, he used people like David, a man that was caught in adulterous act. Not only that, but he killed somebody to be with somebody, to get what he wants, to cover up what he already did. I don't care what your situation is tonight. I don't know what your, your life is like tonight, but I believe that the broken pieces of your life right now is ones that God wants to use. He used that was broke. Those he greatly bruises are the ones he greatly uses. God is in the business of using broken pieces. He make us like new. God want to put us back together again because it fulfills his own good purpose. In Ephesians 1, 8 and 10, it says, Now God has now revealed unto us his mysteries with regarding Christ, which is the fulfillment of his own good plan. God has his own plans for us. And so what we've allowed, we'd allow the things that happen to us to shape us. But God want, want the things that we are that happen to us to be for us, not against us. And so that's what I mean when we look in the eyes of God. I remember one God time I asked God to change my eyesight, change how I see things. Give me your eyes. Open the hearts of my, my heart, Lord, because I want to see you in this thing. Why? Because it's imperative of how I look at the pieces of my life. Either I look like either I look at the pieces of my life as um, a worthlessness or worthiness. It's it's this only it's it's how I look at it. And when we don't look at things the way God look at things, then we cannot be in alignment. Sometimes doctors break our bone because we grew out of alignment. We have to grow in, in alignment to what it is or how our bone is shaped. If my arm break here, I got the he got to put it back so my arm won't be at the back when it should be on the side. So God is doing things in our broken pieces. When he when he re-break us, he do it to align us, but he do it to heal us as well. God wants to heal us. It's not his will that we walk around here with broken pieces of our life. It's not. Yes. He will use brokenness for his plan. The scriptures in Ephesians says God has now revealed to us his mystery. Now we see things God, the way God sees them. He's revealed to us. He's opened our eyes. He's given us revelation. We need revelation nowadays. We need God's revelation, not this stuff that's going around in this foolishness. But we need God's revelation. We need to see his word in him being active in our life like, like never before. God has now revealed to us his mysteries with regarding Christ. So everything that we're doing is connected to Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. That means he lining us up. God using the pieces of our lives to line us up with Christ because Christ was always the plan. What we went through was always in God's plan to bring us, to draw us to him. 
He using the, the broken pieces of our lives to draw us to him, to line us up in the authority of Jesus Christ. Everything in heaven and in earth, everything has to line up. It's not just in heaven, it's here on earth too. That's why, oh, like bind everything on earth as it are, bind things on earth as it already is in heaven. Why? Because heaven already is in agreement with what God, listen, heaven is okay. We're trying to get the things here on earth to be okay. I'm almost done. I got two more points that I want to get. God loves to take the shattered pieces of our lives and put us back together again because he's fulfilling his own good plan. Let me tell you, it's a good plan. And if that plan haven't got good with you right now, that's because God ain't finished. Because when God get finished with you, you're going to see the good in it. I've never seen God, listen, I've never seen God do something in my life and it don't turn out good. Everything that I've gone through, in the end of that thing, it's been good. And if it's not good, then God ain't finished. Wait on him. He's working some things out. All things work to all things. Not some, not a little bit, not what we, not what the enemy tells us. All things, all things, all means all. That means everything. Everything working together. In the heavens and on earth. God is doing it on. He's already did it in heaven. He's manifesting it here on earth. All things. I don't care what you've been through. All things gonna work together. All things, no matter how bad it is, it's working together. Stick with God. Let him take the take the broken pieces of your life and let him use his hands to mold you and shape you, to heal you. The Bible says that he's near to the brokenhearted and he binds up the wounds. He, he's healing the wounds in our life. Not only that, but we're still in his hands. I don't know about you. I can take our running with that alone because just to know that I'm still in his hands, I don't care what's going on. Nothing by no means can, can harm me while I'm in the master's hands. We're still in his hands. The only reason why them broken pieces didn't take you out like they were supposed to is because you're in God's hands. He just needs you to surrender. He needs you to surrender to his will. Not the will of your pain, not the will of those who hurt you, not the will of, of the things that go on in your mind, but the will of God. He needs you to surrender to the will of God. It's only when we surrender to the will of God that we're in agreement and alignment to what God is doing in our life. It wasn't until I told God, yes, take the take these broken pieces. Do what you do best, God, in my life. Take everything that was meant to break me. Let them mend me. Let me see something that I ain't never seen before. Let me do something that I ain't never did before in these places in my life that was sent to break me down. Yes, God has used every last one of my brokenness, all the broken pieces, all the shattered pieces of my life. I don't care how small or how big the pieces were. God made good of his promise on my life. And he's going to make good promise on your life. We're still in God's hand and I'm almost done. John 10 and 28 says, and I give unto them eternal life and they should never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands. No matter what you went through in, God, in, in this life, you're still in God's hand. Nothing that you could ever go through has to strengthen the ability to pluck you out of God's hand. He says it's the unto them eternal life that means it's permanent everything you're going through god what god doing your life is permanent can't nobody undo it 
Once God finished his good work on your life, his good plans in your life, can't nobody undo. That's why when God bless you, no matter what nobody say or do it, they can't undo it. They can't take the blessing out of your hand. What belongs to you is, is, is yours. Can't nobody take it. What's yours is yours. Can't nobody do nothing different from it. He said, and I give unto them eternal life. He make things permanent through Jesus Christ. And they should never perish. That, that means everything pertaining to me can't perish, right? Everything that's connected to me. Because it gives off life. And no man, that man could be anything. It could be depression. It could be sickness. It could be um, a financial debt. Nothing can, nothing can pluck me. My mindset can't pluck me out of God's hands. Out of Jesus' hands. And this is Jesus talking in John. Not only are we still in his hand, but we're safe in his hand. It's a song. If y'all, if I could sing, I'd be singing a whole bunch of songs, but I can't sing. But if I could, I'm telling you, I sing to deliverance take place. It said, because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. Y'all remember, because I'm safe in his arms. He, he, he leads me through the mountains. He's, and he uh, leads me. Beside the quiet stream, he restored my failing hand and he helps me to do what honor his the most. That's why I'm safe. I'm safe in his arms. We are safe in his arms. We don't have to live with broken pieces. We are safe in his arms. John 10 and 29 and 30 says, my father, which gave them to me is greater than all. The Lord that we serve is greater than all. We ain't found nobody to be out, out here beating God. Not Muhammad, not oh, uh, uh, nobody. Buddha, whoever. He is the Lord of Lords. He's not saying that it's not other gods out here. Because we know there's other gods out here. We see them serving them. But it ain't no God like I got. Ain't no God like the one we got, right? There's nothing greater. Throughout his word, you see how he demolished defeated every other god every other plan he even defeated death the bible said he took the sting out of death where is your sting death couldn't even beat him he's undefeated we're safe in his hand my father which gave them to me is greater than them all and no man is able that's why we say because ain't nobody able to do it no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand and verse 30 says and i and my father are one this this is where they become one interchangeable me and my father we're the same people god is greater but i'm still his son we're interchangeable what he promised me he promised himself because we are one nobody nobody can nothing can pluck us nothing i think paul said nothing can separate us from the love of god the reason why he got us in his hands and why we're safe is because he loves us and if they can't separate us from his love they sure can't separate us from his hand we used to sing he got the whole world in his hand yes he does he got you and me in his hand. Yes, he does. And there is nobody or nothing able to pluck us, no matter what we go through. I come to tell you tonight, you don't have to live with broken pieces of your life. But you can come to the potter. 
and you can allow the powder to put you back together again. And I promise you, this go around, you'll be different. This time around, you'll be better than before. This that time around, your eyes will change, your walk will change, your taste buds will change, your talk will change. And I'm going to end with this. I saw this song, and I can't sing it, y'all, but I love the words to it. And, it. and it's about the potter. And I wanted to give it to you. Let me find it. I thought I put it up so I didn't have to uh, look for it. But the song says in these words here. Oh, shoot. Let me find it. I thought I kept it on my phone. Hope I can find it. So the words of the song goes like this. It said the potter wants to put you back together again. Oh, the potter wants to put you back together again. Why stop by the potter's house? There is joy in the potter's house. There is peace in the potter's house. There is love in the potter's house. There is salvation in the potter's house. There is healing in the potter's house. There is deliverance in the potter's house. Whatever you need, you will find in the potter's house. Who is the potter's house? Jesus Christ, the potter himself. He wants to save you and he wants to give you eternal life. That's all I have tonight. I'm one minute over. I'm proud of myself. I didn't go. I went over a little bit over the 30 minutes. Hey, you guys, God is wanting to give us an abundance life. And we have to surrender to his hands. I pray that something was said to encourage you. I pray something was said to enlighten you. I pray that something said to heal you and to deliver you. I pray that was something said to make you surrender over to God and give him a yes. Yes, God, I say yes to everything that went on in my life, every pain, every hurt, every peace. God, I say yes. And I ask you to, to make me over again. I ask you to mold me and shape me in the way that you see fit for my life. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We give you glory. We honor you, Father. We thank you for this day. We know circumstances, situations didn't make this day, Lord, but you have made this day. And because you made this day, we will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for what our ears have heard and what our hearts have received. God, we pray, Lord God, that you will plant this word so deep in our hearts that we won't, Lord God, that we won't allow the enemy come to come in and take this word from us, Lord God, because this word is a word of healing. This word is a word of restoration. This word is a word of to be restored, God. And we're asking for all those things on tonight, Father. We're asking you to come into our life. Some of us are ready to surrender, Lord God, and tell you yes. Yes, and we understand that yes will cost us everything, but it'll be worth everything, Lord God. And so we tell you yes, God. We tell you, yes, Lord God, we accept all the things that you have allowed because we realize now through your word, Father, that it is you, Lord God, have allowed these things so that you can make us heal right, so that you can mold us and shape us to the plan that you had for us even before the foundation of the earth, even before we was formed in our mother's room, you had a plan, God. And so right now in our heart posture, we line ourselves up with your word. We line ourselves up with your will. We forsake our will for your will today, God. We line ourselves with you, Lord God, and we tell you yes. We pray, Lord God, if anyone come across this, this, um, this live or this podcast that don't know you, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that they accept you as their Lord and Savior. They will confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that you, Jesus, rose for the dead for the remission of their sins. 
And because they believe that, Lord God, they are saved. We give you glory because it all belongs to you. We ask that you will continue to watch over us, Lord God, that you will continue to guide us, that you will continue to give us mysteries in uh, revelation in your word, Lord God, so that we're not blinded, so that we're not deceived, so that we're enlightened, so that we are converted, Lord God, and transformed by the renewing of our minds, God. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. We ask all things. Amen and praise God. Thank you guys for being on here tonight. Thank you for your unwavering support. Thank you um, for always um, just coming on and wanting to hear a word from God. Um, that's all I have tonight. Uh, we're in the beginning month of August. We know that the number eight means new beginning. I'm praying that your new beginning start out for fresh. And I pray that it's blessed. I, I pray that God is opening doors for you. I pray that he's um, pouring in blessings that you don't have room to, to receive. I pray that your eyes have been opened, your, your heart has received what the Lord is saying in this season of your life. And I pray that you will see things the way God sees them. Remember, our ways are not his way and our thoughts are not his throat. But if we ask God to give us his eyesight, I believe that he will give us in parts of his eyesight so that we can see what he sees when he look at us and he look at the things in our life. I hope that you guys are blessed. Thank you again for coming on my YouTube family and my Facebook family. I love you guys. Um, and that's all I have tonight. Let me look on here and see if I see anything else. No, I think that's it. Thank you guys for coming on tonight. Um, I couldn't see it. I don't know what it's doing. But anyway, y'all be blessed. And I'll see y'all next Thursday. Good night. Oh. I forgot to tell you, sis, be wise or be wise, have understanding, create your own boldness and seek your own change. Good night. I almost forgot. Good night, you guys. Love you. Bye.